1: Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney vacation. On today's episode, we give our impressions of Port Orleans French Quarter and let you know our reasons why you should stay there and why you shouldn't stay there. Final episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify, and we really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review. You can connect with us by emailing us at DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, on Twitter at WDWDeciphered, like our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered or you can follow us on Pinterest, Disney Decipher. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As The Joe Flies.
0: And I'm Leslie from Trips With Tykes.
1: And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So today we're going to take a look at the Port Orleans resorts. That's uh, Port Orleans Riverside and Port Orleans French Quarter. And as we always do with our disney resort impressions you know basically we've stayed there for sure but you know we've only stayed there for maybe you know a few nights or up to two weeks max between the two of us so you know we can't give you like a complete review um, but we'll give you our impressions give you our thoughts about the resort and in the end give you reasons why we think you should stay there and give you reasons why we think you might not want to stay there so you ready to tackle uh, port Orleans, riverside and French quarter
0: that's right, I think this is our first moderate resort that we have covered on these resort reviews or, or impressions. is that right?
1: yeah, that's right. um so if only to de- only deluxe so far, so you know we were we were being too highbrow you know we gotta come down that's so, right
0: for so for families
1: to our level to our le- to our <laughs> oh, yeah. <own> actual level <laughs>
0: yeah, we're not usually springing for the deluxe resorts so so this is definitely over, overdue that we come back to the you know only a couple hundred dollars a night style rooms. Well, let's talk a little bit about the resort itself. It's really sort of two resorts, but it's one resort. I mean, explain, explain the Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter side of things to people.
1: I really love the kind of area that Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter are in. You know, obviously Port Orleans, so it's kind of New Orleans-based, and you have a jazz feel and things like that. But there are two resorts, but they're connected by a river that winds through it, a river runs through it. William Carrot. you know you can walk between the two resorts you can take a boat between the two resorts obviously there's you know actually you can't get a bus between the two but they're so close and in proximity that they feel like they're one resort and the differences are um, French Quarter is more like it feels like you're in the French Quarter of course Uh, New Orleans you know it has kind of a jazzier feel the pool has like a lot of music inspired things um and there are like higher buildings whereas riverside um you know it's more spread out and it's more like kind of like you're out on the bayou um and it's more rural so it's almost like french quarter feels like you're in a little bit of a city and uh riverside is more spread out is that kind of how you would describe it
0: yeah i think that's a fair overview of, of the differences between the two and yeah it is a little it is a little strange that they're kind of they're two but they're one and you know, the distances that you'll have to walk if you are going to walk between them are, are something to keep in mind. Um, we should we should back up though a second, Joe, and tell folks where which ones we have stayed in and when. So when have you stayed at either of these resorts?
1: Yeah. So I was at Riverside in February, 2017. While we're talking about the distance, my kids were young at the time and I took a lot of long stroller walks between Riverside and French Quarter to get them to go to sleep. Um, and so You know, it was a very pleasant experience because I could get them to sleep, but I could also have some nice scenery. Um, And obviously it was in February, so it wasn't like 100 degrees out.
0: Right. And I what a coincidence. I stayed there at the same time. (laughs) We were there both there for the uh, Disney Social Media Moms Conference in February of 2017. So I had a few nights at Port Orleans Riverside then myself. And then on our family's last trip um, in June for the opening of Toy Story Land, we stayed for two nights at Port Orleans French Quarter. So I have done both resorts at this point um, within the last year and a half. So it's probably one of the more fresh resorts in my mind. And and uh, we really, I have to say, we really enjoyed both. Um, and maybe I'll maybe I'll let on a little bit later which one was our favorite. So,
1: all right. So let's talk about the location. You know, where are these resorts located? You know, how do you get from the resorts? to the parks? What are the transportation options? Tell me uh, what I need to know about Port Orleans.
0: So location-wise, the resorts are closest to Disney Springs. Disney classifies them as being in the Disney Springs resort area. They're not too far from, from Epcot either. So they're kind of in the, in the thick of things. So they have a pretty pretty quality location for wherever you're, you're going to want to go. And um, transportation-wise, it's mostly bus to the parks But if you are headed to Disney Springs, there is a nice little uh, boat that will take you there. So if dining there is one of the things that you enjoy, it's a great resort for that.
1: Yeah. And I'll say that um, when I was there, like, I guess the resort didn't feel super close to anything, although I think it's closest to the Epcot resort, but it also didn't feel super far away. You know, I felt like, and obviously, again, this is just going off of feel. I didn't have a time or anything, but I wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't like when I went from the Poly to the Animal Kingdom, it just felt like I was on the bus forever. I guess whenever you go to the animal kingdom, it feels like you're on the bus forever. But, you know, for the most part, I felt like I was getting to the parks in good time when riding the bus. So that was nice. All right. What else do we need to know about the Orleans theming of the French Quarter and the Riverside and how they're different?
0: All right. So you covered a little bit of the theming, Joe, already, but, um, Fort Orleans Riverside is a, a much bigger resort and it feels sort of more expansive, more like I would say, like a Coronado Springs, um, although not quite on that scale, but it's um, the theming is, is I'd say, very Old South in a lot of ways, for better or for worse. And it feels very low-key and peaceful as a result. Um, and like you said, the uh, Port Orleans French Quarter is is more sort of New Orleans, Mardi Gras themed, and feels like a little bit more you're in the center of the action, But and it's much more compact. So I, I really enjoy that resort, especially if you have younger kids and you don't want to have long walks back to your room then I think Port Orleans French Quarter is probably the better choice. Um, And in fact, um, my sister with her uh, daughter, who stayed there when her daughter was a toddler, and they really enjoyed the layout as well, which is why my family decided to go back on our last trip. We we thought it would be a good layout for younger kids. And uh, yeah, so I mean, they they really do do blend together. But um, I think if you think of it as one is one is one of the mega resorts and another one is one of the smaller footprint resorts, then that's the easiest way to distinguish them.
1: Yeah. There are a lot less rooms at French Quarter. Um, and so, you know, and we should say that Port Orleans Riverside also has like specially themed rooms, um, like little mermaid rooms and stuff like that. So people like to, um, stay in those. Although ironically enough, those rooms are the closest ones to French Quarter. Like they're so far away from the center of Riverside that, um, you know, you could just, walk to French quarter in the same amount of time as you would walk to the main lobby of Riverside.
0: Yeah. Often Disney seems to put those extra themed rooms really far off of the lobby. I don't know if that's part of the, like, you know, if you're going to get a themed room, you're going to have to walk for it or something like that, but that seems to be the case.
1: It's just like a uh, simple economics, right? They know people will pay for it, so they don't need to put it, um, you know, right up against everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. They can charge more for all of the rooms that way. Right.
1: One other thing to note um, that we really kind of suffered with at Riverside is that Riverside, because I think all of the buildings are two stories, a lot of those buildings, if not all of those buildings, do not have elevators. And that was a like major pain. We had to kind of carry our stroller up at the end of every night. So we should either have gotten a first floor room or we should have stayed a French quarter because I made it a point to walk around the French quarter- buildings. And I was like, oh, these places have elevators because they're like three stories high. Um, And so, you know, that is something to bear in mind if you have kids you need to carry up or heavy strollers.
0: Yeah, we have elevators at both. um, But it may have to be where it may depend upon where your room is located and what pathway you take from the lobby or wherever else you're coming from as to whether you encounter an elevator earlier or later. But yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a, a problem that a lot of the the moderates is and the values like where is the elevator and can you get your stroller up? I guess
1: it is possible that, that I'm the like worst elevator locator in the world, but I do feel like I walked around <laughs> my entire building uh, and I
0: believe you, Joe. I believe no, but you. But now
1: I'm starting. <laughs> now I'm starting to question myself. So um,
0: we're gonna have to pull up the maps and be like, where is the elevator? Like, I, is I, and thing. I even I,
1: and I even seem to recall that like I asked like one of the maids there, but you know, who knows? And she was
0: like, You're just out of luck. You're out of luck.
1: I feel like that happened, <laughs> but you know what? I have three kids. I forget things all the time. So don't take my word for it. Even though we are right. a podcast that's asking you to take our <laughs> word for things. Uh, all right, we should just we,
0: we make mistakes too. We do. It's we okay. just need to
1: move on. We just need to move on. <laughs> okay. But I did, I could not find an elevator. All right.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: You, right. you must, must valid so valid validate my experiences, Leslie. I want to be valid. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. I will. So, so let's talk about the, yeah, rooms, talk about, the yeah. rooms themselves. Once you take the elevator or the stairs, what will you find in the rooms there? Um, they're, they're very similar. I mean, the layout is almost identical. The decor is of course a little bit different. And I was in on both occasions, I was in the two queen rooms at both resorts. And there are rooms that have an additional, um, pull down trundle bed that, uh, Sleep a fifth person, but I have not stayed in this, and I believe those are only in Riverside. Do you do you remember if that's correct, Joe?
1: Sorry, I was looking up elevators. What was your question? <laughs> I'm obsessed
0: about the rooms that have about the rooms that have the pull down couch that have that sleep the fifth. I think those are only in Riverside.
1: Yeah, so I haven't stayed in French Quarter, so I'm not sure. And I was sorry, I'm going to rely on you for that, but definitely, you know, the Riverside ones do have the trundle beds. Um, it was like queen bed, queen bed, trundle, and of course, I know that bathroom location is very important for you. It was one of the situations where there's like two sinks at the end of the room. Like if you open the front door, you can see the two sinks at the end of the room and there's a curtain to pull. So the bathroom isn't like totally separate, although you can pull a curtain, uh, which was good enough for us to get our kids to sleep. And so we could hang out by the sinks um, at night, but, you know, depending on how sensitive your kids are to sound, um, you know, that curtain might not be enough to protect them.
0: Yeah, it may or may not work for you. Um, and there are other moderate resorts that do have a door just so folks know if that is sort of worth it where their budget range is, then um, maybe this isn't the right resort for you if that is something that really matters. But I mean, it worked for us where, when we stayed there because our kids were a little bit older, but a couple of years ago when they needed more sound and light separation, it would not have
1: Right. And I think even if you cannot get one of the rooms with a trundle bed, you can always get a roll away. So it shouldn't be an issue. I'm pretty sure that give me a year or two. And as I'm booking rooms for five more and more, uh, I'll have all this information.
0: Future episode, Disney World res- res- uh, Resorts at that Sleep Flats. That's right.
1: Actually, that is an excellent episode idea. We'll have to <laughs> note that down. So what about okay. uh, restaurants, you know, what kind of offerings to, do French Quarter and um, Riverside have?
0: So there is a casual dining restaurant at Riverside that I not, did not get to try when we were there. I can't remember if it was maybe being changed over at that point in time, if it was closed. But um, there is, a, so you can get, you know, sit down and have a meal there, but it's very casual. And both resorts have sort of typical Disney food court style where you can just run into the, you know, grab and go and, and um, get a variety of things. And and the menus are pretty, pretty good. I did not, I was not impressed by the food court at Riverside. I thought it was really just sort of basic food. Um, there were a little more choices at French Quarter, at least when I was there recently, and enjoyed that there were a couple of, of options that were like tips of the hat to Mardi Gras and New Orleans and things that were, you know, in, in the, the purple and, and yellow and green colors you know, cupcakes and things like that. So it was, uh, you know, it's sort of standard Disney fare um, in terms of the food. Did you, did you eat anywhere, Joe?
1: Yeah, I ate at the food court and I think I sat at the bar. Um, There is, I forgot his name, but you know, there's a piano player that plays there sometimes. I'm not sure if he retired yet, but he was there when we were there last year and he's like excellent. And you can kind of just sit there and listen to him for a while. I agree. You know, the food court wasn't that impressive. What I am curious about is I hear, in fact, in terms of food options at Port Orleans, you know, I think most of it is just eating food to sustain yourself. But I do hear that the beignets at French Quarter are pretty good. And so I'm curious whether you got to check those out.
0: We did not try them. I don't know. I guess I've had them so many times at Disneyland. Um in New Orleans square that they just weren't a priority for me. But if they're the same recipe, then, you know, I'm sure they're excellent.
1: If uh, this was a visual podcast, people just see me shaking my head. You had one job, Leslie, and your stay at French Quarter.
0: To try the beignets. Well, see, I'm from the South, Joe, so I've had a lot of beignets in my lifetime. So it's just not as much of a priority.
1: One job, Leslie. All right. But I I have heard good things about the beignets. And if they're good at Disneyland, they're most of the time going to be good at Disney World as well. So.
0: So if you've tried them, you know, send us an email, let us know what you think.
1: All right. And finally, you know, what are some amenities at the resort or like, what can we look for at the pools or what are things that you can do if you're just kind of chilling at your resort for a day?
0: So I'll start with French Quarter because that was the pool that we um, spent the most time in and it's a really cool pool. That's it is, uh, there's a water slide shaped like a sea serpent and everything is just sort of. Nautical themed, you come inside, there are some alligators playing music, not real alligators, but like statues. And there's a big, um, there's a lot of just sort of Mardi Gras themed all around. There's alligators like squirting water into the pool, things like that. And there's also a full splash pad area that's separately gated from the rest of the pool that's great for younger kids. Um, We thought the pool was probably one of the best at Disney World, certainly among the moderates, um, it was really well done. And that was probably the, one of the major reasons that we chose it. So two thumbs up for French Quarter's pool. What about Riverside's pool? I know you spent more time there than, than I did. I just got a peek in. Yeah, it
1: was a lot of fun, um, the pool. You know, they when we were there, they were doing one of those things where, like, the cast members are, like, kind of having a pool party. And they're playing a lot of music. And they're hyping all the kids up. And my kids had a blast um, in there, you know. Um, I don't remember too much about the theming, but it was, so I guess it didn't stand out to me, but it also, that's both good and bad. Um, You know, our kids had a lot of fun. The slide looked really cool, but my kids were too young at the time to take that. What I really like about the pool is that um, it's kind of on an island in the middle of the resort, which... Number one gets a lot of the noise away from the rooms, which is very nice. Um, but also number two, that island has its like own bar on there. There's an extra playground that kids can play at. So, you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, and of course, there's a couple of quiet pools as well if uh, you want to avoid the uh, dance party.
0: Yes. So lots of pool choices. It's definitely a resort that I would recommend during the warmer weather months.
1: Yeah, and then if you're there during cooler months, though, um, they also have those Surrey bike rentals, um, and you know it's a really nice place to bike around, right? Because you're along a river, and you can go to French Quarter, and so you can check that out as well.
0: We were trying to do that on our last trip, and by the time we realized they only left from Riverside, we were, of course, at French Quarter. <laughs> and then we were a little bit too late to to make it happen for the day, but that that is a very popular thing to do, and. Definitely on my Disney bucket list for next time.
1: I wish I could say the same, but I think I'm good for now, (laughs) even though they do look fun. I'll take a picture for you.
0: Sounds good. No exercise for you, Joe.
1: Exactly. Got to keep up this figure. All right. So let's uh, end with, you know, what are reasons that we would recommend this hotel and what are reasons that we would recommend avoiding this hotel?
0: I definitely recommend it for families who are in that moderate range of Disney hotels. I think it was one of my favorite moderate resorts that I stayed in and was really happy. I felt like I had some of the amenities of the deluxe and the theming of the deluxe, especially with that French quarter pool and wasn't paying super expensive prices. And and you can definitely find some, some steals for those resorts I mean, you can find them for under $200 a night certain times of year.
1: Yeah. And as always um, I get to be negative. So, you know, I would say that, you know, one reason to avoid it is if, especially Riverside, I guess, no, just Riverside, but it felt like one of the most spread out hotels um, I've ever stayed at. You know, the all-stars felt more compact. Uh, Even the poly, even though it had a lot of different buildings, felt more compact. Obviously something like the contemporary is going to be more compact. And even Coronado Springs, which has a gigantic lake in the middle, at least to me by feel, didn't feel as spread out as Riverside. So you know, I felt like we were regularly walking like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, and so, you know, that is not the best thing. There are four bus stops around, um, like there are for most modern resorts. But if you want to avoid a lot of walking at your resort itself, um, maybe you want to avoid Port Orleans Riverside. And I did confirm the elevator situation. I know that you really care, Leslie. And
0: I that, do. Uh, I want to know what the answer is.
1: So... Apparently in the alligator bayou rooms section, excuse me, you know, there are no elevators. So those are two story buildings and there's no elevators. But if you're staying in one of the mansions, um, like Mm -hmm. including the aforementioned uh, special little mermaid rooms, like those are in a mansion, I'm pretty sure those have elevators.
0: Well, that's a very helpful distinction so that people can choose their rooms accordingly.
1: I'm going to I'm just going to beat the dead horse one more time. It was very annoying to carry the stroller up the stairs.
0: Oh, I can totally imagine. <laughs> I can totally imagine. So feel your pain, Joe. Yeah.
1: All right. So uh, we're going to need to close up this train wreck of an episode. So um, <laughs> I will uh, end us with the Disney do. And here's one trick that I love to do at either, I guess either Riverside or French Quarter. What I would do is I would wait for the buses and then whichever bus came first, French Quarter or Riverside, uh, I would just get on it because my kids, I guess, I guess this only works if you have young kids or kids who are willing to walk, but with the strollers, I'd rather be walking along a nice river and getting back to my room faster than uh, waiting at a hot bus stop, um, at some park. So, you know, that would be my recommendation. I know it's not for everybody, but it's something that we did and, you know, it did definitely did work out for us on our trip.
0: That's interesting thinking. I like it, Joe.
1: So joke's on you, Leslie. I do exercise sometimes. (laughs) Very rarely, though.
0: Glad to hear it, Joe. Very I rare. need my podcast partner around. So glad to hear you occasionally get some, some physical activity.
1: All right. So I'm sure you may have a million corrections about Port Orleans because we're a little bit off our game. But, you know, it happens sometimes. Um, so, you know, you can email us DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com. Contact us on our Facebook page, DisneyDeciphered. Tweet us at Deciphered. Or find old episodes of the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and we promise you, those are a lot better than this one. I'm just kidding. This was fine. You did great, Leslie. It's just me. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Leslie, I will see you next time on The Bayou.
0: Sounds good, Joe.
1: See you all then.